I'm Charlene Jennerfeld, and you're listening to About That Outdoor Job. I think it's it's also one of the the pleasures of working in in the outdoor industry is that you you shouldn't you shouldn't try to play a role. You know, you should be yourself. This is Christelle Brotodo, PR and Events Manager Europe at Columbia Sportswear Company. I met Christelle for this chat at the Columbia Sportswear offices in Geneva. When she walks in, she's sporting this bright red Columbia sweatshirt, and within minutes of introducing herself with a broad smile, she's taking me around the Sahel showroom. She skillfully piqued my interest in the new lines that go from sandals to luxe sneakers. As a Canadian, I know about the winter boots. I grew up wearing Sorel winter boots. And to be honest, I still do on a cold winter adventure day. So I'm really happy to take a peek at the new product line. She obviously knows her stuff. And I'm even more curious to learn about Christelle's journey. You see, nothing really predestined Christelle to work in the outdoor industry. She's originally from the northwest of France near the sea, speaks multiple languages, earned an MA in European studies, and an MA in languages. It's a profile you meet in Geneva, but usually at the UN or the World Trade Organization. So I can't help myself and start off by asking her how she came to Colombia nearly 17 years ago. Christelle, was working in the outdoor industry something you aimed to do specifically? I had not really targeted it. To be honest, I'm, I'm quite a carpe diem type of person. So I happened to, to fall on an ad, uh, which was in La Tribune de Genève, almost 17 years ago. <laughs> And there were a few job ads at Columbia Sportswear. And Columbia Sportswear really rang a bell to me uh, just by this uh, reference to the outdoors. And I just thought, mm, that could be interesting to work uh, in such an environment. Really, I had not really targeted to work in that industry. It was uh, by chance and I surely don't uh, regret it at all. <laughs> so what was your relation to the outdoors previously? Any childhood memories that stand out? Well, um, so I grew up, you know, in the in the northwest of France. So obviously, no mountains there. So we had more access to the sea, the seaside. Um, but I think one of my best memories of my childhood, especially in the outdoors, was uh, spending Sundays in the forest, um, picking chestnuts, for example, picking leaves, and. Probably we were not that equipped at that time, you know, but my parents used to bring the rubber boots, you know, in the boot of the car and all kids were equipped with rubber boots and we would explore the forest. And I think it really started really my uh, sense of adventure, probably, even though it was not the big, big adventure. But still at that age, it was it was really um, a nice memory, a nice, uh, nice thing to do. Was being outdoorsy something you sensed was needed or was a plus when you first interviewed with Columbia? Yes, for sure. I mean, uh, it's 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 always good, especially when you apply for a job, to have already a passion or a call for this environment you work for. At that time, when I had my first interview, I remember that I was asked the question, definitely. And, you know, when they asked me what type of activities was I doing... 
Well, I was not able to tell them that I was a skier, for instance, because I had never skied. Uh, coming from the northwest of France, I had never had the opportunity to ski then. So um, you can imagine that I did not have the full requirements, possibly if they were looking for specifically a person who was a, a true outdoor geek or freak. <laughs> But uh, I still had this connection, definitely. Giselle first joined Columbia Sportswear in the sales division and then moved into events, marketing, and today is managing PR and events for Europe. You wear two hats, PR manager and events manager. Could you tell us a little bit about what you do in each of these roles? So PR, uh, of course, uh, I manage uh, some PR agencies. We've got about eight PR agencies across Europe. And the idea, of course, of the PR role is to enhance the brand image across Europe, to basically promote this image and what we do in terms of products, but also our brand story, our brand ambassadors through media, obviously, uh, but also through content creators currently. We have more and more relationships with uh, the so-called influencers. We don't really like using this word, but content creators in general, uh, people who love the outdoors. We are really looking to find authentic relationships uh, with these people. So we are not looking at people who sell the product, but really people who need the product first uh, for their outdoor projects and uh, who basically convey the word further. We try to spread the word around the Colombia brand values and story and products. And then events. So we've got mostly internal events. So we do, for example, the sales meetings. We've got two per year. It's uh, our typical sales, sales launch where we basically present the collections to our sales force in Europe. So this has changed as well during COVID. Obviously, we've uh, gone from physical sales meetings, which we had to organize everywhere in Europe, to digital sales meetings. So we basically now have almost a TV studio uh, that we install here in our offices or close to the offices, and we present the collection. So basically, during that week of presentation, it's a week-long program, I organize a TV show for one week, basically, which is then available for uh, on replay for the, um, for the sales force to watch it again whenever they have time. The goal was still to present, to inspire uh, our sales force around the new collections. So we basically have product presentations from the merchandising teams to the reps. We've got as well some marketing uh, and sales uh, presentations, of course. You've mentioned how the COVID pandemic had an impact on how you do your job. What are actually some of those impacts that you've had to navigate? Well, it's difficult to say. I think there were some, definitely some learnings as well from COVID. Uh, for example, digital sales meetings have allowed us to discover new ways of working. We have to reinvent ourselves all the time. So that's really, it was a big, big learning step for everyone here. And it's still a learning step. Thanks to digital sales meeting, for example, we've created assets, assets that are used by our sales force, for example, during the selling season, things that we didn't have before. We have the opportunity to see again and to watch again the presentation, so it's quite useful as well. Uh, of course, from a cost perspective, it's also interesting, definitely. So it allows us to do other things. 
now definitely the things that it doesn't replace is the social and the human uh, relationship that you get in these physical events. So this is one thing, at least in the events part. Regarding the PR, of course, it has changed as well. We've seen some media houses uh, shutting because of COVID. They were definitely impacted. The investments from brands were less important. So for sure, it has developed as well new ways of working. Podcasts, for example, is one of them. <laughs> new, new media as well have appeared. Vlog, for example. Uh, YouTube has grown significantly as well. And we are more and more moving towards social media. So in, at Colombia, for example, Instagram is a big, big thing. And yeah, we are working with a number of influencers. So for sure, this is also a new thing for us. It's interesting. It's interesting to merge media and influencers or content creators as they don't always interact well uh, with each other. That said, I think it's being accepted more and more. And um, we have content creators, especially at Colombia, when we look for these authentic profiles who are really interesting. And um, it's definitely a, a new le learning curve for us. What would a typical week be for you? Or rather, is there such a thing as a typical week? Well, there's not a week that looks like another week. <laughs> I, I love my job because I don't get bored. I, I just come to every morning you know and uh, I'm yeah I'm excited about my day when I press Christelle about what exactly makes her love her job it's no surprise when she tells me that she thrives on the fast pace the fact that there's no routine that she's never bored but if she had to narrow it down to one thing at the center of it all it's the outdoors I, I really think that it's the passion for the outdoors, to be honest, and this area, because you end up meeting fantastic people, really people who can share experiences. You actually experience things as well, especially in my current role. I like the product as well. I think these products that allows us to, uh, enables us to go outdoors, you know, whatever the conditions, I think it, for me, it makes perfect sense. Would you say that working in the outdoor industry has influenced your relation to the outdoors? It has, definitely. I think, I mean, I love the outdoors, but I think now I definitely, I couldn't consider my life without it. So it's part of my life. It's very often, I, I mean, at the weekends, I spend my time outdoors. I live now, I have the chance to live in Toiry now, uh, which is just on the French side, but we've got a nice view on the Mont Blanc. We've got the Jura just uh, in our backyard and we go hiking on a regular basis. My partner as well has been influenced by that. I can tell you, when we started partnering the UTMB in 2015, I had no clue about trail running. To be honest, I mean, I knew what it was, but I had never seen a trail running race. I went, I discovered it, and I didn't start necessarily running myself but I did speak so much about it that my boyfriend actually started running and he did compete in three races at UTMB so you can see that I think it, it, it has only a positive influence
And though Christelle is passionate about her job, she's also candid that it has its challenges. One tricky thing for me is the time management. I'm, I get quite passionate about what I do and on top, I can be quite a perfectionist. So these two sometimes are a little bit um, contradictory and give me a little bit of tension. Still a positive tension, but at times it can be uh, tiring, definitely. So sometimes you just have to sit back and say, okay, it's not perfect, but let's go <laughs> and we move ahead. That's probably the biggest challenge I, I would say I have in my, in my role. And Christelle, what about having to wear your two hats, PR and events? Can that create some challenges? Yeah, so I think some of the challenges, of course, is um, to be able to manage both sides of my job simultaneously because one doesn't stop when the other <laughs> is still running. So this is something that sometimes is a bit challenging. For example, I may have to do PR while I'm organizing an event and uh, I'm, I don't have the, the head fully available for that. And I guess as well, uh, as I can get quite passionate, sometimes I have difficulty to say no as well. So um, this can be tricky. <laughs> this can get tricky, especially. Uh, so I've learned along the way. And I think there was uh, one of my managers who said, you know, you can stay firm still being perceived positively. <laughs> and I think that's a, that's a good way to say, okay, it, you don't have to say yes all the time, you know, to be perceived positively. Sometimes it's good to say, hey, stop, I cannot do that. And uh, you focus on what you need to focus on and list your priorities. If you grew up in North America in the mid-80s and 90s, you're probably familiar with Colombia's One Tough Mother ad campaign that featured none other than the president and daughter of the founder, Gert Boyle. She wasn't really like any other president in the male-dominated outdoor industry, and the ad showcased her sense of humor, her business savviness, and her strength. How did this strong woman at the helm of Colombia influence the culture of the company? Overall, the outdoor apparel industry has remained male-dominant. Can you share with us what your experience as a woman has been working in this industry? But at Colombia, it's a company that actually um, embraces women quite nicely. And actually, Gert was Gert Ball was definitely our icon. She's still, huh? even though she passed away in 2019, she's still this emblematic figure in the company. And you know, she was this strong mother and this strong chairman who actually uh, stayed in the company until the age of 95. She was still coming every week to the office at the age of 95. So I think it's also a model that stays at Colombia and also shows how Colombia is dedicated to women as well. Now, I mean, it's true that in management roles, we've got fewer women. But I think this trend is, is changing uh, currently. Part of the mission of the series Women in Outdoor Jobs is to share stories and experiences of women like Christelle, 
who've successfully made the outdoors their living so that women who want to achieve that for themselves can benefit from their learnings and advice. What's some of the best advice you've received that's helped you through your career? I'm quite a self-taught person, to be honest, so I learned along the way. That said, um, there were a few persons, and especially some of my managers, that have really influenced the way I work today and maybe where I am today, especially the fact of trusting yourself. If you trust yourself, you, you lose less time as well. You go in one direction and it's okay to make mistakes. Uh, and I think this is really important to hear as well. That, okay, try it. If it doesn't work, then you won't do it again. And it's a learning anyway. And actually, Gerd Boyle, she's, um, of course, our iconic tough mother. She always said, it's good, now make it better, you know. But it's, it's the, one of the mottos of Colombia is to try stuff. You know, we try, we innovate. Maybe your technology is not that successful. Um, and we try it again and we make it better. And I think it's, it's a, a great motto to have along the way. When you try things, maybe it's not perfect, but you, you can only do it better anyway. And what key piece of advice would you give someone who's considering PR and events management in the outdoor industry? I think you just have to be humble, uh, first of all. Um, humble, I mean, humble in a nice way, like being, of course, aware of what your skills are, but humble to learn new things, because this is this learning that is really going to make the difference. How you integrate, how you are flexible to some changing trends and learning new things, learning new ways. I think this is really important and to trust yourself as well. This is, uh, we've talked about it before, but if, yeah, I, I think it's one of the learnings I've had personally. Um, and uh, it usually, um, I mean, you have to stay true to yourself. Uh, that's, that's obvious. And yeah, and trust, trust yourself in what you do. As I said at the start of this episode with Christelle, there wasn't really anything that predestined her to take this path. But trust herself, she did. I, I was not necessarily meant to do what I'm doing currently. I mean, PR, I had never done PR before. Events, never done events before. So to be honest, it, it came as a result of maybe my relationships uh, also within the company the interpersonal skills maybe uh, languages and the learnings I had along the way and I think it's quite nice to look back and say hey <laughs> that's not bad at all <laughs> a huge thank you to Christelle for taking the time to talk with me you can find Christelle on Instagram at Christelle Bretodo. Other resources are listed in our show notes. You can support our new podcast by subscribing and leaving us a review. A review makes our podcast more visible so others can discover it as well. This episode was produced and hosted by me, Charlene Janerfeldt.